Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Road to Play Podcast. My name is Liam Blue. This week we are playing Have It for a Game. Parker it. How it? Thank you, Liam. You're welcome, Dave. Go play with dice. All right, as Liam said, this week we are playing Havoc Brigade by Grant Howitt. It is actually part two of Havoc Brigade. Uh, you heard part one last week. This week we we settle in on one nice scene at the Grand Bazaar. You know, these people of Freeburg are never going to be the same. Never, 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 never going to be the same after, after these orcs just get done with this town. Again, this week I have the folks from Wait, Wait, Don't Roll Me, which, uh, hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, I just checked their feed, and oh my goodness, they have a new episode. So see, I called Dave out at the end of the last episode. This week, we have a new episode from Wait, Wait, Don't Roll Me. It is the sequel to their Wits and Chivalry game. Definitely head on over there. Check it out. It is very funny. It's such a great game. Just go listen to it. Hurry up. Go do it. After this episode, of course. Or before. I don't care. Just go listen to it. All right, but all that aside, we'll get to the game in just a moment. First up, I do want to tell you that this week, um, well, next week, on Wednesday, June 20th, I'm going to be back over on Victory Condition Gaming YouTube channel, which it's been a little spell since I've been on there. But I'm going to be on there being a player in uh, the, the, the role-playing game called Quest. It is a role-playing game for everybody. That game's going to be run by the designer of the, of the game, T.C. Scottick. Um, I'm going to be a player along with along with Doug Shoot and my good buddy Tim Devine over on Doug's channel, Victory Condition Gaming. Check us out when we're on there live next next Wednesday the 20th around 8 o'clock Central Time. Get in there, get in the chat. You know what? If you make suggestions, I'll probably incorporate them into my character's choices. It'll be great fun. It'll It'll just be interesting. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, I've got nothing else. So, um, Liam, Liam, come here. Tell them, say, say, let's get to the game. Let's get to the game. Thanks, bud. Part two of Havoc Brigade with the folks of Wait, Wait, Don't Roll Me. All right, so the plan, I guess, is to to swim in, or are we going to do a thing of launching some goblins over, or what's what's the plan? To you just going to go through the through the hole that's been made? I think we got to get in range. So, okay, here's a question. So, if you look at the map, you'll see that just west of the Great Palace, there's a bridge. Yep. The bridge is not labeled, but there it is. Yep. Is that is that within catapult range of the Great Palace? Uh. Because we don't have a boat anymore, so, you know, we have to improvise. I'd say if you get Ox a good running start and hit the <laughs> catapult, you know, at the at the correct time, you might be able to get a good enough distance to land on, on just maybe the wall of the Great Palace. Well, we got enough goblins to roll those dice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do it. 
I think we should do that, but we might want to swing through the Guild of um, Machinists because I'm sure that Wrench would love the opportunity to uh, nick some awesome technology. So we'll say that you've all made your way through the through the hole that's been formed by the boat slamming into into the wall, into the grate, uh, and you pull yourselves up on. You know, it, it's it's not a shore. You know, it's it, it is they they kind of have a channel with with. Uh, brick walls you know kind of on the side but you get yourself you have you have the the power of the ox that gets you all boosted up there so so you are inside the city proper uh but as you get in uh you know the wall guards who who let's be honest they saw you coming you know they saw this boat they saw this boat rocketing down they didn't know what it was we were so sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> so so they saw, and I mean, they watched really because they're like, well, it one's like they're gonna slow down. They're gonna slow down, right? They're gonna. I mean, they're not gonna. They're oh yeah yeah. They're gonna run into the wall. Yeah. So they watched. So they they've gathered a few guards. You know, they were taking bets on whether you were gonna stop or not. Uh, and, and so you have about about six. Let's see here. You have. Yeah, you have about six six uh, city wall guards that are making their way down, uh, three on each on each side of the river, uh, ready to to deal with this infiltration uh, of of this this team of orcs and, and goblins. So yeah, they all they all they all have basic armor and they they pull out their swords. One of them, a couple of them, have some crossbows trained on you, uh, and they 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 rush down and and they yell orcs. And that's all they say. They say orcs because you know they're they're wall guards. They 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 don't really have a lot of authority, so they just yell the obvious. They state the obvious. All six goblins yell in unison. No, we're not. <laughs> Sorry. No, and, we're not. And the leader kind of is taken aback. It's like, it's like, well, that's. I I suppose that's true. You're goblins. Uh, so orcs and goblins. Um. Yeah, orcs and goblins. Then <clears throat> they all grab their swords and pull them out, and the two of the crossbows, you know, they they kind of stay up on uh, back a little bit and, and get ready to, to start shooting. So um, Moon Tooth uh, looks at the ox and uh, starts doing, you know, an orky uh, clergyman kind of like that kind of <laughs> slapping him on the face. Uh, and then, does he ever speak words? No. <laughs> and uh, he's chanting. Yeah. Um, and he uh, points at the uh, wall team, and um, and then he uh, says, "The Marty Box is with you. Kill him." Okay. What? Well, Box is Box definitely is inspired by this. <laughs> so yeah, she will. Uh, she will shout since one of her skills is shouting, and she will charge them and right. start hitting stuff. All right, so yeah, that's uh, still using your big sword, I'd say. Yes. All right, so you you got one die, and then one for your shouting. We're gonna say one for your hitting stuff, uh, one for your sword. I would say, I would say that your this could is this one of your drives of. Uh, to prove oh, yes. just hitting uh, things. <laughs> yeah, just hitting things is a viable alternative to complicated battle plans. Yeah. So if, four. If you want to use that drive, yeah, because you know you have, you have limited uses on it. That'll add two more die, dice. 
Yeah, I'll use. I have two uses of it, so I'll use one now. Okay. So I'm gonna. So you've got what six dice? Six, sounds yeah. like. All right. I'm gonna. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Only four successes. Well, I guess that's okay. Let me see. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll three. But I'm gonna take one from the suspicion pot. So I'm gonna roll four. See if I can cancel out your 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 successes. My four. Okay. Uh, I canceled out just one of them. So you you end up with more. You definitely win that. Uh, we'll say that 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 two of the sword bearing guards see you. Yeah, you know, the two on on the side side of the river that are all of you on the same side. I think you are because there's boosting and stuff. So mm-hmm. the the two on the side that that you're on come at you, but Ox, I mean, how do, how do you deal with these quickly? What's that look like? Um, just the first two. Yeah, the two of swords. Uh, and we'll well, actually, we'll say all three. We'll say that because you had so many successes, you've got the two of swords that are charging you, and the one with the crossbow is behind them. You know, trying to get a good angle to to shoot. But we're going to say that you deal with all three of them. Oh yeah. So um, as she's running towards them, she's going to pick up one of the goblins and throw it at the archer. I like this. <laughs> I, I, I love this this goblin based strategy. The ox has. Yeah. <laughs> sure, <we're> not. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she'll cut down one of the one of the guards, the one on her left, let's say, and then the one on the right. She's going to just stick her sword up through his through his jaw. Yeah, you do that. It, it it rips his head clean off. Uh, so you've got you've got his head just stuck on the stop on the top of your enormous sword. Uh, as the other one falls down, just we'll say cleaves straight in half. Uh, and, and the goblin is flying flying towards uh, the crossbow, the one with the, the, the archer. Uh, and what what does the goblin do to help take out out this one with the crossbow as as it makes impact? The goblin, as chosen, you know, chosen by random, reaches into his goblin pocket and pulls out the only item he has, a fish. <laughs> his plan is to slap the crossbowman across the face with his fish as hard as possible. Love yeah. it. Yeah, so so I don't think you even have to row for that. The success from, from the ox definitely oh. carries over. So as you're <laughs> flying through this fish definitely just connects with this with this crossbow this art this crossbow archer's face and I mean, you get that slow motion of just the fish hitting it and teeth flying out, and, and this one goes down for the count. Uh, it was a herring to be, uh, you know, for Monty <laughs> Python continuity. <laughs> we definitely needed a sound effect for that. <laughs> Damn it. Now I've got to find a sound effect. Yep. All right, so yeah, uh, found that fish slapping sound effect, as you heard just a moment ago. Wasn't as easy to find as I thought it would be, but I did it. I keep my promises. All right, back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you do have three guards. Uh, yeah, as this happens, a, a, a crossbow bolt from the other side just flies straight by Montuf. Well, I'd say between Montuf and, and Wrench as they're watching. I, I imagine this happens a lot with the Havoc Brigade. Uh, there's a lot of watching the 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 ox, you know, just just cut people down. So as as, as you two are watching this happen, this from across across the the river there, uh, a crossbow bolt uh, twangs out and, and just goes straight between your two heads. <laughs> happens every day. <laughs> 
Peace spoke. Sorry. <laughs> Peace spoke. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> it happens every day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, y'all y'all want to do anything about that or are you going to what what's what's happening with Montooth and uh and Wrench? Um Okay, so while uh, Moontooth is... Um, oh, Moontooth, uh, watch, I keep saying uh, Montooth. <laughs> no, that's right. Moontooth uh, is watching the ox going ham. Um, you know what? She's got a couple of wounds on her. I'm going to throw one of my uh, weird forest magic mushrooms on her. <laughs> a special magic mushroom. Can she be healed and high? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, there's really no other way. Yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah, this this mushroom hits 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 the wound on your back, and, and the chemicals from the mushroom start seeping into your blood. And, yeah, and and you definitely 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 get high from it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, wrench. You've had a you've had a crossbow bolt just fly a little little uncomfortably close to your head. Yeah, I'm just gonna turn and shoot that guy with my crossbow. <laughs> All right, that sounds good to me. Shooting stuff. Hell yeah! Hey, while that's happening, um, um, Ox, did you take away one of your wounds? Because the uh, um, yeah, the I don't have mushroom. one. Okay, so you that should take away a uh, bumped, correct? Bumped. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, I just took it away. Thank you. Got it. As you were, Andrew. So I'm going to shoot that guy and use my skill of shooting stuff. All right. So you got one die and then one for your equipment and one for your shooting stuff. I'm going to roll two for my NPC. We'll call him Bill uh, and his crossbow. One. One. I also got one. Uh, my successes cancel out your successes, so I would say that it's since it's my one cancels out your one that it's unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So your crossbow bow flies flies over the head of my crossbow, Bill, uh, Bill the crossbow shooter, and so yeah, he he escapes death, so he starts loading up another another crossbow bolt. Uh, and starts barking out orders to the two swordsmen. He's like, get over there, get him, get over there, get him. Goblins, do you have anything you'd like to do? Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> the goblins unleash the bees question mark. <laughs> I want to say that the bees have been evenly distributed amongst the goblins. Yeah, And I they all so. throw open their coattails, and there go the bees at all the guys. <laughs> so that's my goal here, and uh, I think that's two dice. All right, I'm just going to roll one. <laughs> it's not looking good. Well, <laughs> don't know who their masters are. I didn't have any successes either. So, so the bees, <laughs> the bees all fly out, uh, and they kind of form this this you know one big big hot one big group of bees. Uh, but they don't really have a target, you know. So they didn't quite get the message of what they're to be attacking. So they're just kind of humming there over over the over the river, uh, kind of aimless at the moment. Uh, how many guards are left? Uh, there's two. There's two swords swordsmen, and then there's Bill the, yeah, crossbow. Bill the crossbow. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, Vox was 
already planning on running and fighting the the last few guys here. However, she can now see the bees, and because <laughs> she's high as fuck, the bees are very scary, and so she's gonna run away. All right, I won't make you row for running away. <laughs> So she takes off down an alley between a couple buildings. Uh, you know the sight, the the sounds of the fight, the the people, the death screams and stuff. Uh, one adds a suspicion die, so I'm up to five. Uh, but also, kind of draws a crowd uh, of just town folk. Uh, they're watching this 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 fight that's starting here at on the banks of the river. Uh, they see some of their their wall guards get cut down in a brutal fashion. Uh, then then they see. You know, a couple. They see an orc fire a crossbow bolt that just that just barely misses Bill, the crossbow man. Uh, and then they <laughs> see they see the big the big orc who looks like they're about to. She's about to run and, and jump over the river, uh, but something spooks her. Uh, probably those bees that came out of those goblins' coats, uh, and she takes off running back down an alleyway. With I mean, I will say with with the head of that that guard still stuck on the end of her sword. Uh, she oh, yeah. just takes off running da- down the alleyway there with what looks like a large mushroom stuck to her back. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, uh, while this is happening, uh, Mootooth uh, sees all these bees that are just doing nothing. He's like, ooh, bees. <laughs> so he channels his uh, Will Forest uh, shaman, you know, uh, magicka, and he's going to being spooky, and he's going to make all the bees cluster into a big bee (laughs) (laughs) and go towards all the town folk, just cause chaos. (laughs) My bees! (laughs) They're mine now! You just have to get one success to to make this go off. Yep. Nice. Done. Ah! (laughs) Lucky. So so the bees form up into into a super bee and and definitely... They head out and start terrorizing terrorizing the group of villagers uh, that that decide to, to start watching this show. Uh, so yeah, there's screams as people are being stung. Uh, at least a couple of them are allergic to bees, so you have people on the ground uh, not doing too well. Uh, there's always a couple. So yeah, with that, that kind of drops the morale, uh, the morale of everybody watching, the guards included. Uh, Bill fires off a crossbow bolt, but he he's you know he sees his good friend, uh, his good friend Tom on the ground convulsing from a bee sting, and, and you know that that crossbow bolt just goes flying and hits the wall and drops down into into the river as as the guards. Uh, there, you know, one of them says, "I ain't fucking with no bees," and runs off. Uh, and yeah, so that, so uh, so all the human presence of this of this little section that that you've entered at the wall here kind of kind of disbands and runs off. Ah, uh, the bees always get them. <laughs> Humans so, in high orcs are terrified of bees. <laughs> so let's check in with Ox. What what what? what <laughs> where where is Ox ended up at? Uh, I, uh, I think Ox is only, you know, just a little ways away down at the end of the alley. Uh, she probably found kind of a dark corner and put her back against the wall and is kind of just waiting to see if the bees followed her or not. She's thrilled they did not follow her. Yeah. 
So yeah, as as she kind of regains her senses, she turns around, and looks, and, and down the alley, kind of uh, not the way she came, but off to the off to the left down that alley, she sees just a bunch of tents, uh, little food stands, kind of. I mean, it's you know, it's the Grand Bazaar. It's this big like shopping center area. Uh, she sees that down there, you know, down that alley, and people people are are walking. Uh, you do see the group of people that are being chased by the bees run through, but people think it's just part of the parade. You know, these people got to work. They can't, they can't stop and enjoy a parade, so they really don't pay any mind to it. So let me get this straight. I came up with the idea of trying to pretend that our boat wasn't a parade. Our boat got destroyed, but there's a parade anyway, and we're just not in it? Yeah. Yes. Yep, because <laughs> yep, the, uh, uh, the, the Nash Hound landed on, on that ballet, uh, ballet dancer's parade float and just melt. I mean, now that's played out. It's just a melted mess of, of bodies melted together on it. <laughs> but that's happening a little farther away, you know, just just beyond the Grand Bazaar. It's kind of working its way between the Grand Bazaar and the Guild, the Guild of uh, Machinists. But, oh wait, if we're in the Guild of Machinists, this is your chance to steal shit. Well, you're yeah. you're not quite there yet. Oxes, oh, oxes, uh, the oxes notice the Grand Bazaar. All right, sorry. No. Um, I thought they were on this side. No. I'm- I'm fighting Never. here with what my character would do and what I would do. <laughs> I know <laughs> I should go. I know I should go back yeah. and tell you guys Christian, where this seriously, is. Seriously, you are really, really high. That was a powerful mushroom. I, this is weird forest. <laughs> really okay. hot. Stuff. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> Kent, I know that you mentioned that. I can see the the tents and some people, and I can probably smell the food. So I'm just gonna go walking over there, try to find like a turkey leg or something to gnaw. And I've probably completely forgotten about the goblins and the orcs, and I'm just I'm just going with with my sword and the guy's head on it. So um. this should end up well. Oh yeah, the munchies face. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah, so- <laughs> So you're walking down the alley, and we'll cut over to to the rest of the group, the goblins and, and, and the other two orcs. Uh, what's y'all's plan? You know, you notice your ox has has run off, you know, somewhere. She's got the catapult. We need to get her back. She's fine. She's walking. The catapult. <laughs> she, the catapult is on your back, and you're walking <laughs> off into the bazaar. <laughs> Uh, I'm even happier now. Okay. I'm gonna say that she she probably has a little pig trailing along behind her. Yes. <laughs> All right, the goblins take off to find her and bring her back. Like the plan, the plan. <laughs> oh, but recognizing that we're entering an area full of humans, the goblins get jump into their large coat. The topmost goblin puts on a soiled wig, and they put on some stolen glasses on that goblin to uh, appear human. As they try to chase down the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're wearing their dented top hat. They have a dented top hat, too. <laughs> oh, the fish is gone. i got to mark that off. All right, Moontooth and Wrench. I, uh, I see the goblins getting into disguise, so I, uh, <laughs> I pull down my welding mask. <laughs> uh, Moontooth has a, a crown of uh, human skulls, <laughs> and he just... Puts it over his 
actual face, not on his head. That won't draw me attention. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to use my uh, Thunder Bear cloak as well. I All right. don't walk next to him. <laughs> so I'm a real big mishmash of everything. So what does the Thunder Bear cloak do? What does it have any magical properties that, that help you? I mean, everybody's obviously entered stealth mode, except yep. well, except for the ox. But yep. So for me, this makes me look like uh, a tamed um, Russian bear with no teeth and uh, just being – so uh, it, it's the old school how Russians used to uh, you know entertain people. So I look like a sad bear. <laughs> oh man! Aww. Yeah, I feel bad for laughing, but <laughs> laugh I did. <laughs> and you're holding me, by the way. Well, the chain. Are you holding the? Are, are you holding him by the chain, wrench? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because, because you said you're not walking anywhere near him at first. So yeah, I, I mean, I mean, he's still far away. I just have a really, really long chain. <laughs> You're trying to suspiciously or Trust you know drag it behind you, so it looks like you're not together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're going to cut over kind of to to a scene of this Grand Bazaar. It, it's it's not unlike a flea market that uh, in you know a flea market with just different stalls of people selling wares. There, you know, the smell of meat cooking. Uh, the sounds of of people fashioning weapons and trinkets, uh, you know, the the calls of, of of people selling their wares, you know, bargaining all around. Uh, at least that's normally what it would be on, on any given day. Except now it is a just screaming scene of chaos as everyone's running around, pointing, screaming. Children are crying as this. How, how tall is the ox? Oh, how tall is the ox? Uh, seven foot tall. As this, as this, we're going to, this seven foot tall, which is a good foot and a half taller than anybody here. This seven foot tall orc is just lumbering around with, with the head uh, of one of the wall guards stuck on its sword, <laughs> uh, just looking for, just grabbing up fistfuls of food and, and well, leather that, that she's mistaken for food and just shoving it into her mouth uh, is just, just, just cause chaos in, in this grand bazaar uh, as people are freaking the fuck out. And then, and then this, this nondescript uh, man, he's, he's got a weird face, you know, uh, he's got a weird greasy, greasy wig on him, walks in afterwards and uh, followed up by, by um the a welder of all things this this kind of kind of short stumpy welder and, and then things just things just get worse as as you as a silence kind of because as a silence comes over because you would have thought the worst thing in the world anybody would have saw this day in the grand bazaar would be a seven foot tall uh, apparently high orc just shoveling food into their mouth but no it gets worse whenever. Uh, whenever Philip, Philip the town mailman, takes in a br- big breath of air and screams out, "Oh my fucking god! The tamed Russian bear with no teeth is loose again!" <laughs> As this tamed Russian bear with no teeth walks into the Grand Bazaar. 
<laughs> and it's just chaos. Uh, people don't know. They they start running from the orc, uh, and then they run up against the, the Russian bear, and they start running from that. People don't know where to go. Uh, it's just chaos, which, as as you know, will bring eventually bring the guards. Um but actually, it just – it brings this – it doesn't bring guards because everybody knows that that the Grand Bazaar is run by – is run by a, a group of of uh, thugs, really, the Thin Street Boys. Uh, they they kind of run a protection racket in this area. People pay them to protect them, you know. <laughs> People pay them to protect them. Uh, you know, they're, they're led by Frankie Wide Eyes. He, he's, he's, he's – I mean, he's – his name is Frankie White Eyes, but everybody knows him by his uh, by his wrestling name, the Grand High Leg Breaker, because well, that's what he does. He breaks legs. Uh, yeah, they're they're sneaky, dangerous, but you know a little cowardly also. But they they hear the commotion and and they you know there's there's seven of them uh, in total. Uh, and, and they start to to kind of sneak their way in, surrounding surrounding these infiltrators that that have, that are in the Grand Bazaar. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. This is what I was waiting for. So uh, the uh, <coughs> the uh, Russian <coughs> bear uh, with no teeth <laughs> sees it's time to shine and stands up on top of his feet and starts doing the thriller dance. And performs. Yeah, so this this bear breaks out into into this strange dance that that uh, it scares all the children because they're they're really unsure of what's going on. Uh, all the children of the bazaar take off running. Their mothers give chase to them. So you kind of it kind of thins the herd, so to speak, and. And as that happens, you, you notice the thin street boys that you know they kind of stick out because they're all wearing they're all wearing the same uh, blazer uh, with padded shoulders with with uh, I mean it says the thin street boys just blazoned across the back in neon green letters. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> and one of them leans into the other and says, "says When did the tamed Russian bear with no teeth learn to speak?" That's that's frightening, really. It's and new. Uh, I mean, I I know it gets out from time to time, but I didn't know that it it had it had gained the ability to speak. And the other one says, "Well, what if what if all the animals ha- have gained the ability to speak? It seems like that'd be a problem. It seems like there could be an uprising." And so they kind of stop and have this conversation of what would happen if all the city's animals rebelled against their leaders, and and it, you know that paints a horrible picture. Okay, at that time when that <laughs> happens, whereabouts is my bog toad, my uh, pet Nash hound? <laughs> uh, he, the the Nash hound is, well, he 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 was enjoying the parade. Uh, he melted a bunch of ballerinas uh, into just <laughs> this disgusting pile of bush, and you know feasted on that a little bit. That's how he eats. He melts stuff down so it's easier to eat, uh, but. But it's it's made its way. It's gone a wandering, you know. It's full, okay. so it's not really belching up acid on anybody. But I'd say that at any time, it has this a psychic link with you, so it's probably making its way back to you. Okay. All right. Well, I wanted to come closer and closer while it's hopping towards these guys. It's hopping, 
And then uh, it stops and um, it just belches out a belch. And I wanted to uh, scream, human flesh tastes beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Let's let's do a row for that. I think uh, I think you need to get just one success because that sounds amazing, and I really want it to happen. So me too. <laughs> it took a lot of strength to do that. <laughs> yeah, I did. One yeah, success. one success. Nice job. So yeah, yeah. Would, tell us what that looks like. So uh, this uh, Nash Hound just starts croaking along. And uh, in between all these guys, while they were talking about this earlier, like, this is kind of terrifying, look down and this little, you know, Nash Hound looks up and starts speaking to them what I'll say, what they said, but I'm not going to try again. And they freak the freak out. They just <laughs> cling each other, going screaming, and, uh, yeah, they start running. Oh, yeah, they take off. Uh, they take off. Real, real fast, uh, because yeah, everything they just talked about and the animal uprising, they don't really understand what this animal is, but it spoke to them, and the bear was speaking. So, in their mind, yeah, the the animal uprising is definitely happening, and they want nothing of it. They they leave, and you know, after you know, maybe later, while whatever happens to the city happens, uh, we we settle on them as they make their way out of town. They they have their their hobo bags up over their shoulders, uh, and they're heading off to the forest. They they are going to find a life somewhere else, but that's in the future. I just want I want to add. Uh, so there's a parade happening, which means it's some kind of holiday, right? So. I want to just put it out there that this is not just like this is not one of those holidays that only some people enjoy. It's not like Easter. This is like their best, most favorite family-oriented holiday where everyone, even dire, you know, even even horrible enemies can get together and get along just for this day. I want that to be what holiday this is. <laughs> yeah, it is best friends holiday or uh, or. <laughs> Make your enemy your friend holiday. I don't know. We'll we'll come up with a name by the end of this of what it was. All right. I like it. J- Jubilation Day. Jubilation Friends-mas. Day. Friendsmas. Friendsmas. <laughs> I guess so. I like Friendsmas. Friendsmas. Friendsmas is wrote down. <laughs> All right. So what else is going on? What's what's going on with the uh, with uh, with six goblins in a trench coat? We're trying to get to the ox and be like, hey, there's a lot of food over on this bridge that goes over the river. We should go that way. There's like there's like a ham and a rum ham uh, and Ooh. a steak and uh, like a whole turkey. A oh, um, rum ham. At, at the sound of rum ham, you, you definitely get the, <laughs> the sad, suspicious look of, of, a, of a small pig looking up at, at six goblins in a trench coat. Oh, not you. Not you, little whatever your name is. Bin Bon. That's a good name for a pig. Does does the pig say its name is Bin Bon? Because I mean, we we've addressed we've addressed talking animals already. Yes. Oh Absolutely. shit. All right. So there there's a lot more going on because <laughs> <laughs> the world's got because this the world's pig, got a lot more complicated. Yeah, this pig looks up. Uh, and as and as the lead goblin, head goblin, uh tip top goblin <laughs> looks down and says, Oh, not you, uh whatever your name is, it's it looks up and it says, Bin bomb. <laughs> and uh, I mean everybody everybody in the vicinity 
I mean, comes to a stop, looks at this pig, uh, and just their whole worldview kind of resets. Uh, there's just this mass mass resetting of people's brains to a mode where animals talk. <laughs> yes. This is wonderful. The world will never be the same. Uh, old. Um, the ox, though, isn't phased because, I mean, the, a pig talking is not the craziest thing she's seen since this mushroom stuck to her back. I mean, this pig has been talking to the ox for, you know, 20 minutes now. Yeah, so she's she's not phased. Um, I mean, it can be a rum brisket if that helps. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, she, she, at the sound of food, she's definitely gonna gonna follow the goblins. <laughs> All right, what's Wrench? What's I think we haven't heard from Wrench. What's Wrench up to? As 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 I remind you, the Thin Street Boys are 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 closing in. You know, they're they're. I mean, they have been distracted by just the vast all kinds of stuff that the the talking pig, uh, the departure of two of to two of their people. But but they are they all carry these little knives so these these wicked little knives and you know one of them's got a crossbow uh, they are they are gathering in. Um. Well, everybody's distracted, so I'm not I'm not really that worried right now. Uh, what I'm more more concentrated on right now is Nick and some awesome technology. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in the Grand Bazaar, and everybody's kind of like dispersed, and you know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for some cool stuff. And uh, there was this gnome, gnome-ish stand over in the corner with some cool technology. So I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to try and scavenge some cool technology. Nice. All right, so yeah, go ahead and roll. Get one success and let me know what kind of wicked technology you come up with. All right, so I'm going to use my Nick some awesome technology. Drive. Drive. You get two extra dice for a drive. Oh, two. Yeah. And then, uh, know what about machines, maybe? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll go with four. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, nice. Okay. One. Nice. One. Nice. One. That's all you needed. <laughs> so what What do you pick up, and how, how do you use it? Or what can it be used for? So what I found in this, in this gnomish tent or stand or whatever is a pocket-sized gyroscope guidance system. That's what that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> small little guidance system. All right, that sounds good. All right, so we will cut back uh, over to let's see. Uh, we'll cut back over to Moontooth, who uh, well, or as 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 they're currently know the tame Russian bear with no teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've scared a couple more people off, okay, with my uh, thriller dance. Yeah. But things get a little bit more out of hand. The um, the uh, bear starts to turn into more spiderish, so it's starting to get really, really creepy and spooky. So uh, now we've got a bear that's growing. Uh, tarantula legs and fangs and it's stunned to look absolutely terrifying my aim is to scare people so much so um yeah that's what's happening 
Okay, so uh, let's let's give a roll on that to see if you to see if we we scare away some some more of these thin street boys. I'm gonna roll a couple couple dice because uh, they are just two, one for each of the two you're going to affect because they are cowardly. So I'm not going to take any extra dice. <clears throat> Actually, while that's happening, <laughs> I'm gonna throw. Uh, a magic mushroom from the weird forest that uh, is um, a spore. So I throw it in, th- in through them, and it just spores up. So it's airborne now. So I'll just use that as well. Okay. Glenn, did you say tarantula legs? Yes, correct. <laughs> why do you hate me? <laughs> Hence why I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, we didn't. No, didn't fail. Well, I got, I got one success, which you know, there's nothing to cancel out. So, uh, how can this, how can this go wrong? Um, I did throw a mushroom. So you did throw a mushroom. It's a spore. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that mushroom uh, flies over uh, and. It lands, let's see, maybe it lands at the feet uh, of six goblins in a trench coat. Oh, shit. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> and the spores, the spores all, puff all out. six goblins look down as it just... <laughs> Remember, this is coding crap, okay? Spores, spores, just the, the coat is not that, that tight. It goes in through the buttonholes and it goes everywhere. And all the goblins simultaneously get high off their asses. Uh, they all, all six goblins just go, ah! and the coat rips as they all just explode out of the coat and scatter like cockroaches when you turn the light on. And they're just they're throughout the bazaar. They're just gone. All right. Well, we're going to say at least two of them come up come up against two of the thin street boys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, so what? So now that they're all good and high, uh, you know, uh, they they come up across these these two these two these two boys. Well, they're men. Two men that are the, wearing these, these these blazers with these padded shoulders, with the thin street boys blazing across the back. Uh, but but how do the goblins see them in their new their new state of reality? So really quick to clarify, they were boys, but then they were men. So they went from boys to men. They men. went from boys <laughs> to men. The Finn Street boys went from boys to men. Okay. Uh, so as long as we're clear on that. Um, to me, they're the Finn Street giant cobras of horror. Uh, so let's see. Um, they bust out the brick in a sock on one. And on the other one, they bust out the magic wand with one charge remaining because they're not holding anything back because they're high off their asses. All right. And they're going to take out the Thin Street Boys. The wand with one charge remaining, um, in his head, the goblin thinks that it's just going to make him go away. But he really doesn't know what's going to happen. So uh, let's, I guess let's see what happens. All right. Yeah, roll. And to see, you know, roll all that together to see how you deal with these two, two Thin Street Cobras that are in front of you. Up two successes. All right, that's nice. I only cancel out one of those, so you do you do succeed. <laughs> I saw so, you describe it. Yeah, take it, take the reins. The brick in the sock is just like you know, 
hits one of them up top the chin, and he's just gone. He's out cold. Yeah. The wand zaps the other Thin Street Boy, and oh man, what does it do? It turns him into an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so one 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 Thin Street Boy, yeah, just gets his. I mean, you know, his, his bottom teeth meet his brain as he falls backwards, uh, and then the other one just magically turns into this ostrich, but it's still wearing the blazer uh, with the padded shoulders, and it just it just takes off and and, and runs out of the bazaar, uh, screaming in a in a suspiciously human voice. Uh, so, just this city is now being turned on its head because the animals are uprising. They're speaking. They're formulating plans. <laughs> so even if the city survives, uh, it, it's a whole new world. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, Ox. Uh, you've got, you know, while all this has happened, you you are focused on the food on the bridge. Uh, in in your new uh, enlightened state, you see the bridge. Uh, you see the food, just piles of food on it, and, and you're trying to walk to it, but. But you're being held back by by these three three thin street boys. The the leader of which, uh, Fr- Frankie Wide Eyes, is is trying desperately to break your legs. Uh, but you know, but the ox has big, thick orc legs, so he's having he's having a go at it. Uh, it's not working out too well, but he's going to find the right angle soon. Uh, you know, unless unless he's dealt with. Well, let's deal with him then. So. Let's see. I'll use my hidden stuff skill. Oh man, Dave, you went away, right? So I don't have any goblins near me to beat this guy with. You know what? You're on your own this time. All right. It's disappointing. <laughs> Disappointed, Dave. So I, I would like to, to say, uh, it's your choice. I have seven, mm-hmm. seven suspicion die. You're in a grand bazaar. <laughs> Uh, uh, your, I mean, your mayhem. If if you want to row seven dive, what makes you unbreakable? <laughs> it's just a thing. It's just a thing. Yeah, let's just do that. All right. So yeah, you can engage in your mayhem. Uh, use your natural ability to draw strength from chaos because this is a very chaotic scene of everybody running around. There's a bear dancing. Uh. <laughs> Goblins have scattered, you know. So you can you can roll all seven dice. Uh, okay. I'm rolling just I'm rolling just three, one for each of the thin street boys. Five successes. Well, I got zero. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how how the ox goes into this unbreakable this unbreakable just rage of mayhem, feeding off the chaos of the scene, and, and deals with these 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 last remaining thin street boys. Yeah, well, I think she she looks down and sees that these these guys are trying to you know break her legs and and uh, hit her with their weapons, and she looks over at Binbon the pig, and she doesn't want Binbon to get hurt. She wants to protect Binbon. It's pretty much the only thing she cares about other than food. And um, she kind of stands really tall, so the, the catapult is chained to her back, and that this mushroom, which is like glowing all these neon colors, is. is attached next to it and she she flings her sword so the head of the last guy she killed goes flying and falls at the feet of some poor unsuspecting people 
and uh, she just reaches down and, and she hits all, all there's three of them, right? Yeah. She hits all three of them. And then the last one, it just kind of goes through his arm and she drops her sword and she just picks him up by his head and just rips his head off his body. Yeah, that's that's good old Frank. That's good old Frankie White eyes. <laughs> Whose eyes? I'm. I mean, I'm going to add that that you don't so much as rip his head off his body as you grab the two sides of his head and just pull them apart like a loaf of bread. So Frankie yes. White eyes becomes oh. even Frankie even wider eyes. <laughs> as, as his, as good his, improvement. Yeah, as his head just splits down the middle. It's a, it's it. a horribly violent scene. <laughs> Yeah, safe. <laughs> All right, that's the end of part two of Havoc Brigade. Uh, next week, we wrap this this episode up in our part three of Havoc Brigade. I think this is our first three-part series, but I think you'll really enjoy it. I li- I'm glad that I segmented out just this one scene at the Grand Bazaar because it's it was such a fun scene, and it sets up so much more to come on. But... Next week, part three, wrapping it up. Uh, yeah, get out there next week on the 20th. Check me out over on Victory Condition Gaming YouTube channel with Doug and Tim being a player in the Quest RPG. Again, that's on June 20th at 8 o'clock Central Time. Be there live. Chat with us. It'll be a fun time for everyone. Um, yeah, you know what? Nothing else this week. Get out there. Liam. Liam, do you want to say anything before they go? Do you want to say anything? you want to say bye or anything? Bye. Have fun and roll to play. Have fun in Road to Play. Thanks, Liam. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit Row2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Row2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Row2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Row2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly... Our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Tritachion.